two on you. One, two. Big two. Okay, so today we are, we will be talking about our first sports are back. Update number one. There will be multiple updates throughout when sports are back. But this is update number one. So we're going to do ten minutes each league is back. So we're going to start off in the NHL. Obviously the most, I wouldn't say boringest league, but didn't really have as much scores as the other leagues do. But not much to talk about. But I mean, what do you think of Igor Sesterkin not playing and starting off for that Rangers team? A big loss. But I think Henrik Lundqvist, that... His playoff experience really helped him there. And, I mean, it was only a 3-2 loss, but I really think that Carolina team is fierce and going to be really hard to beat. you agree? I agree. Yeah, I mean, let's see. I mean, Jacob Slavin, and they had a really nice pass to Jacob Slavin, but one of the reasons Hank is a little old, so he couldn't really get to there. And that gave the Hurricanes a one nothing lead. And it was all Hurricanes from there. They had a 3-1 lead. And then Mark Stahl, with one minute to go, had a short-handed goal to make it a 3-2 final in Carolina. Carolina looking sharp in game one. Hopefully, me and Loser Rangers will get the dub tomorrow, 12 p.m. Eastern. Well, here's the thing, though. I would I don't think the Rangers could win the championship, so I would rather them... I w- well, I, I wouldn't rather them lose. I'd rather them go all the way as they can. I think Carolina is a very tough opponent. And I actually saw a Q&A with Mark Stahl, who actually scored a goal. But I saw a Q&A with him, and he said that we are coming out hungry because we're underdogs. But he said in a later question, they had, like, multiple Q&A questions. And then in a later question, they said, what do you think about – do you think – what do you think of your chances – because you are 4-0 against Carolina this season. And then he was like, yeah, they're going to be pissed and fierce and coming out there. And they were pissed and fierce, and they came out with that game one win. So let's move on to the next game, Chicago and Edmonton. Chicago with that big upset. I mean, who would have thought the Blackhawks would have beat the Edmonton? And Edmonton was on their home ice. I mean, great win for the Blackhawks. And um, four goals. Really, just they took off right away. And um, Cuba League for the Blackhawks, two goals, three assists. Wow, what a day he had. And, I mean, Connor McDavid obviously scored. But I definitely think that Cuba League stole the day. And, I mean, you wouldn't think that Chicago would get a win. I mean, it's kind of shocking to me. Was it shocking to you? It's very shocking. I actually thought that... Wait, wait, I mean, Blackhawks... I would have actually thought that uh, uh, Edmonton would have been more motivated because they didn't get a bye in the first round. So I thought they would be motivated to do well. Well, Chicago shouldn't even get... They weren't even going to be in the playoffs. I mean, their record of 32-38-8. and eight, did not help them. But I think Chicago... And, and also, let me just mention one record. thing. We'll get to so, this in... Edmonton, their depth. Edmonton is one of the best depth teams in the NHL. Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisaitl. I mean, they're one of the greatest teams. And 
Taze and Kane, don't get me wrong, they're a great combo, but they've been struggling for the past few years. There's nothing wrong about that, but that was definitely shocking to the whole hockey world to see Chicago just start off on that right foot. And I was talking about the Rangers game. The Rangers, I thought game one was one of the most important games of the, I think it was the most important game of the series because you got to start off on the right foot. And Chicago came out firing out there. So great game one win for them. Yeah, so let's move on to the next game. Islanders and the Panthers. Islanders with two to one win. JG Peugeot netting a goal. And this was kind of a lowly game. I mean, Peugeot really sparked the win for them. And and I mean it was Peugeot who let the scoring and then won nothing and then Anthony Bavillier netting a goal in the second and that kind of just finished the day for the Florida Panthers because Samon Varmalov, the goalie for the New York Islanders, had a very good game and I mean not very good, sorry. But if you see the Islanders are up two nothing entering the third, I think especially a team like the Panthers have a very low chance of winning. But they actually ended up netting one twenty three seconds in to the third period. So they definitely had a chance, but Sam Onvarmalov saved the day and the Islanders definitely deserve that two one win for them. But I mean what are so before we move on to the next game, as we have five minutes to go for our NHL talk, but so I think, so let's do, what do we expect? So what are we expecting for the Rangers in the Carolina? I see Carolina pulling out a win, and that's what I'm expecting because, I mean, Carolina really came out rocking it. And as a Rangers fan, it was very tough to see Now, host Jack, I would I think the I would think then they made it 2-1. And then Carolina just made it 3-1, and they just couldn't stop scoring. So, yeah, that's what do we expect from the Ranger game. What do we expect from Chicago series? I don't really expect anything. Because I think Ed- Edmonton might have had, had a bad game one. So I'm kind of expecting a nice, good series that could have a game five. And then for the Islanders, I'm expecting a sweep for them. Florida Panthers just don't have the depth. I agree, Host Jack, that, actually. And I think the Rangers. Yeah, Florida also, Panthers only have Eric Alexander. I think the Rangers also might get swept. Well, I don't think they'll get swept. I think they get one game on them, possibly. But I, I think the Rangers have a chance. But I think the way Carolina came out is very is going to be very tough to beat now. So let's move on to our next game. We won't do what to expect with this game as we're running out of time for NHL. So we're going to go to the best game, which was the next game too. Montreal and the Pittsburgh Penguins. What would you expect from this? I mean, you you didn't really expect this. I mean, to start it off, you you coach Kanemi scoring a goal 11 minutes in. and And then all of a sudden, Suzuki coming in in the second, netting another goal, and it wasn't a fake. And then Sidney Crosby, obviously, he, he's got to, if the Penguins are going to win, he's got to help out, and he did make it a 2-1 game. And then Brian Rust, just three minutes later on the power play, netting it 2-2. And then third period, I mean, just a goalie fight, forcing OT. But then 13 minutes into OT, 
Petri scoring, assisted by Gallagher and Denault. And wow, wow, wow. Would we expect the 31-49 Montreal Canadiens to beat the Pittsburgh Penguins, who just nearly missed a bye? I think this one is going to be one of the most interesting series. Because I see, I really see a game one from this. And I should put this game on high alert. I think we're, we're we should, I, a, uh, not a sweep, I should say. But I think that could be an upset. I think the Canadians definitely showed a lot of potential throughout the series. I mean, a lot of potentials for the next couple of games in this series. And they really came rocking out there. And they definitely deserve that win. So, Lou, Lou, um, this was definitely a very good game. I mean, the the Flames-Jets game was definitely interesting to see. Obviously, it wasn't that interesting. But thinking about it, you see that this is a game that you're, it was really unexpected. Because you got Cox starting off the scoring in the first period with the Jets scoring, leading one nothing. And then all of a sudden, the Flames just roll over them in the second period. Lou, we'll have a question for you in one minute. But for the second period, they had Johnny Gaudreau scoring on the power play. Then Reader, two minutes, five minutes later, shorthanded goal to make it 2-1. And then back one on the power play goal six minutes later. So 3-1. And then we're just going to mention it, 18 empty net for Manjeep. Giapon for the Flames for a 4 1 win. Wait, now, we got a question for Lou as we're wrapping up, wrapping up our talk for the NHL. Lou, what do you think went down after the first period as Calgary was down 1 nothing? What do you think really sparked that three goal second period? I think, what do you think that coach, the coach, I think told his coach and Calgary's a really good coach and that he just told them, I think he's like John Tortorella. Like, I've seen like John. Well, yeah, I definitely agree. And I think he's going to say, you guys are the better team here, and you guys are not showing it. You guys better go show it. And what did they do? Go show it. So, wow. So, we're just going to a little, just skip through the games today. What a game. Colorado and St. Louis qualifying round. Robin, Colorado winning today 2-1. to one. Good game there. I mean, Peron scoring in the first and then secondary no goals, but with a minute, with one second to go in the game, Kadri on the power play to win it for Colorado. What a thriller that was. Check that goal out on YouTube. I mean, Kadri winning it for Colorado Avalanche in the round robin. Round robin does matter in case you're wondering. It is the matter of deciding what the seating is. It is not elimination, but it is deciding what the seeding will be. And in the other round robin game between the Flyers and the Bruins, the top seeded NHL Bruins got rocked for a four to one in a high scoring second. The Philadelphia Flyers had the advantage three to one. And they ended up scoring one in the third with the four one win. And then the last game as actually the Columbus Blue Jackets and the Toronto Maple Leafs are now in the second period, it is 0-0. Zero zero. 
nothing to report from there. But our, the last game was a really nice one. And also with the Chris Middleton is 50-40-90 officially. Who? Chris Middleton of the Milwaukee. A 50-40-90 club obviously has to finish up the season to just make it official because he could still miss shots. So if anyone doesn't know what a 50-40-90 club is, you have to go 50% on mid-rangers, 90% on... Yeah, I uh, got it, Lou, but on the first period... 40 on three, so... Yeah, thanks. So Lou was a little laggy there. He will tell us later when we talk about the NBA. So we just changed our minds. We're going to do 15 minutes each week. Well, we'll we'll probably do around a 40-minute podcast. But, okay, so the first period, I mean, all Arizona scoring three straight, but flipped Forsberg, netted one on the power play, and then it was all Arizona from there. I mean, Michael Grabner on the shorthand to make it a 4-1 game, and then Ellis and Forsberg next one to make it a 4-3, but not enough for Nashville. So that will wrap up our NHL talk. Lou, um... Lou is um a little breaking up there. Lou, um, try not to break up here. Lou, um, what's a fifty? A fifty. What was the club you were talking about? A fifty forty ninety club. When a player averages fifty, when they are fifty percent from mid range, forty percent from three, and ninety percent from free throw, and Chris Middleton is now fifty forty ninety, and he will probably. Get it? He just has to play five more games, and then it'll be official. Okay, so great for um, Chris Middleton. Rockets in the lead there, 47-39. to 39. But we're not going to talk about specifically games because there are too much games. And I'm just warning you, we're not we – were, we were just talking about all the NHL games because there weren't a lot. Obviously, next episode we will not talk about all of them because next episode is not a Sports Are Back episode update. What is it? it? Be, what is it? will be on. You have to listen to the rest of the podcast to find out. So you have to listen to the best rest of the podcast and find out. So, yeah, I mean, I think it's been. Well, so first, let's start off by talking. Has it been successful? And I think, yeah. I think, I mean, has it. I think definitely. I don't know if you feel that, but I think the. I think. The decision, not the decision, I mean, the scrimmages compared, the scrimmages, sorry, the scrimmages compared to the real games, I, did, I think they definitely had a different feel to it. I agree, goes Jack. Now, yeah, and I feel like the players are screaming more. And then that's a different feel to it, like, it's actually basketball. Like, yeah. But I'm going to criticize something. They are not playing defense. This is one of the worst defense I've ever seen. Well, what do you mean worst defense? A defense. Yeah, I mean, no. I think that I I think you're definitely right. But we're just talking about how it hasn't been successful, and I think it has. So yeah, so let's um, so let's let's um talk about something else. The fight for the Western Conference eighth seed. Obviously, the Memphis Grizzlies have gone gone over two. 
starting the restart. Will that eighth seed change? Can the Blazers catch them? Obviously, the Blazers came close to beating the Celtics today. Just lost by four. Yeah. So, what what, what was your insights on that game? Definitely was really fun. Exactly. I have a question for you. Yeah? What do you think of all the players kneeling for the anthem? Except Jonathan Isaac. Except Jonathan Isaac. No. What do you think? Yeah. Well, I think, yeah, I mean, obviously they're going to have Black Lives Matter on their jerseys. Nothing wrong with that. There is nothing wrong with that. I mean, I'm not going to comment on anything. I don't really like to comment on these stuff. I think... They're fighting for what they want. They they have a free will to do what they want. Players are mostly saying having and Black also Lives think Matter of the Jack. messages on their jerseys. And if they're going to kneel, then they should kneel. I mean, it's their choice. I mean, Jonathan Isaac said he didn't kneel. Did he get any flack? No. no. And also, I mean, Jose it's Jack. the player's choice. Jonathan Isaac said, I'm not going to kneel. And there was no problem. Now, Jose Jack, I have a question for you. Do you think that, that like, you know, like, they're locking arms and it's all in unity? Like, that's what I think of it. Like, think of it. It's like everyone, it's like they're standing, just they're kneeling. Like, think of it. When they stand, they do the exact same thing. It's just that they're doing it on one knee. So I don't think it's bad because I think that they would. Well, yeah, I think it's kind of like a, I think it's kind of like a, I mean, I don't really like to talk about it. I mean, personally, so, but I think it's just kind of a sign. I mean, like, they're kind of kneeling, like, America, like, I don't know how to put it, like, America, like, I don't know how to put it, but, like, get better, like, treat us with respect or something like that. Of course. Like, kneeling kneeling, like, treat us with respect and stuff, but I don't really know. I'm not sure, but that's only my opinion on this. Um, so, yeah, so, so now let's actually, I mean, we've talked about, has it been successful, we talked about all the kneeling and everything, and we actually have in previous episodes talked about the WNBA players not even going out on the court. We talked about it in the last episode. But it's time to talk about them games. Which Houston I mean, opening night. Uh, opening night. Yeah, Houston is Houston in the league. But, I mean, let's talk about about the game. Opening night. I mean, opening night, obviously, I think it was the best night. I mean, you had Brandon Ingram and Paul George each shooting a chance to win the game on a buzzer beater. They actually went. Over two combined. They both missed a chance for a buzzer beater. But if they both have a chance for a buzzer beater, it was a great game. Both of those games, successful night. I personally, if I had a choice for a team to play the Pelicans, I would have went with John Morant's Grizzlies. But I think they get. I'm no. I would have actually done OKC versus Utah, and I'll tell you why. That. No. Well, that game happened. I know, but it wasn't it the opening on game. I think it should have been the opening game because that game got postponed. And I think that if you were to 
open it up like that. Like that was the game that closed it. It should have been the game that opened it. Well, I think I think it wasn't the game. I think they definitely that was one reason they had the Jazz on. Yeah, but I think they should have done OKC versus the Jazz. Me and Lou were actually on FaceTime during the game, and we both said this at once. What a coincidence. I mean, Rudy Gobert ending the season, postponing, and then he actually had the first point with a free throw in the game. That was actually... And he's a bad free throw shooter, Yeah, I mean, talk about free throw shooters. Don't talk about that. Talk about Joaquin Noah's form. That's not one of my favorite forms. And he's once airballed a free throw, but he's like Giannis he's shooting free throws right, right now. In the shots, in the shots that I saw Joe Akeem Noah take, he nailed both the free throws. So no criticism against him. But let's let's keep. So let's talk about the real games for five minutes. Let's just keep it with the real games. So I think opening night, great matchup. Rock Lakers Clippers was definitely a great game, and obviously they're gonna have Clippers Lakers in it. They were two great games, but I think Lou. Um, this is um our question for um NBA. I'm gonna ask you two questions like you did for me. No, I'm just gonna ask two questions. Let's put it at that. Ready? So here, one question. We're both. It's kind of like a debating question. I don't know how to put it. Okay, let's put it at this. What do you think was the best game so far? Lou will lead us off. Lake Clips, of course. Or y'all, wait. Let me just talk for a second, host Jack. Let me just say one thing. Y'all thought I was crazy when yeah. I said OKC might win the chip. But they looked good. Right, Jack? They looked good. Who's Jack? Who's Jack? Who's Jack? OKC looked good, though. And I think that since OKC looked good, I think y'all underestimated me. Y'all thought I was crazy. Who's Jack thought I was killer easy? Our guest host, host. Guest host Elia thought it was crazy, and now y'all looking at it like that actually might be a reality. OKC as the 2020 NBA champions. So y'all doubted me, but I think that I was right, and that now that y'all doubted me, I think that. When OKC wins. Now I'm going to talk about Host Jack isn't here right now. So I think that the the Lakers uh, played well against the Clippers. And I think that LeBron needs to work on it. Because Anthony Davis will be that X factor. He will be the reason why the Lakers win the championship. Now... I think LeBron will be good, but if he has to play way better if they think they could beat the Clippers. 
Now, I was just saying that y'all thought I was crazy for thinking that y'all thought I was crazy, but now look at me now. Didn't you think OKC looked good in that opening game, Host Jack? Okay. Uh, uh, why? Just stop. Stop. Just stop. I don't think you're crazy. That's one. Two, that, it's just way too early to tell. It's just way too early. Oh, really? They beat Utah by 20 points. Okay, they had a great game. Congratulations. They did one game. Uh, nothing. They look good. They're a great team. I, I'm not disagreeing with you on about the team, but I'm saying you can't say we're stupid yet or disagreeing with you or being we're stupid with- yet because you we're not. We have no idea yet. Of what's going to happen. Because these games did not happen yet. Like, they only played one game, so it's no biggie. So, wait. So, let's stay in the NBA. But I I don't think it was Lakers-Clippers. Maybe you disagree with me, but I think this game was not the... Maybe not the best, maybe not the most exciting, but I think it was the best game. Because it had a large impact. I mean, did you ever notice that, I, I, I forgot the number, but the Raptors have a crazy winning streak against the Los Angeles Lakers. And LeBron looks bad. Of Siakam LeBron looks bad. And LeBron. You never would have thought. Do you think of Kyle Lowry getting 14 rebounds? No, I wouldn't I think I, I think that. I wasn't dreaming. I'm not dreaming. I ain't dreaming. You never would have think of that. And it just came up. Because they beat the Lakers. Might have not been the most exciting, but I think it had a large impact on the sport. That's true. So, yeah. Okay, so that's one question. Then our next, and then five to seven minutes of baseball. Let's put it at that. So, yeah. So, now here's our second question. Who do you think did better in their opening games? Opening game, Ja or Zion? Oh, Zion. Based on the minutes. Now, wait, let me talk. Based on the minutes that Zion played, Zion played better. But based on the overall game, Ja played more. So, I think Ja did better. Yeah, we're talking. I think overall game. We're talking about, and I'm gonna agree with you, John, no doubt. And one of the reasons is because John really played extremely well, and he actually played about against none other than Dame, and I think he played overall Dala very. Close. He played very close. We debated about this a long time. The ago. best and my favorite NBA player, way better than John Morant, and it just proved. Jack's point wrong in that game. Well, that's yeah, but I think Ja was definitely close. close. But I definitely learned <laughs> definitely learned a lesson in that game. This is funny, Jack. Close. I definitely learned a lesson in that game. Dame is definitely. Hmm. I think Ja's is gonna be up there, and we were not talking about now who's better. By the way, 
We were talking about at the end of their careers. And I actually asked my friends this week. Which friends? And they said, yeah, definitely jump. Which friends? You don't know them. Oh, they, oh they're not in the the, the class? The... No. They're not in our group friends. But anyway, um, in other news, let's put it at that. Um... Let's put it, yeah, in other news. I actually am taking, so yeah, in other news, let's go to baseball. And I'm actually taking a check at the Yankee game. They are down 7-6 against the Boston Red Sox. And wow. And I'm a Yankee fan and I hate the Red Sox. But boy, Xander Bogarts. Oh my God, what a night. Four for four, two homers and two doubles. What a night he's had as the Red Sox lead 7-6. So check that game out on – check the highlights out because we will probably – the game will probably be over because we are filming this here at 9.47 p.m. on Sunday, August 2nd. So we're a little – it will not be posted. Me and host Jack tonight. like to do late. Now, hopefully, we're going to make a suggestion for Anchor. To be able to do a live podcast, it might be a viewer thing, but we hope that once we get a lot of viewers, we'll be able to do live reactions for games. So, y'all send suggestion emails to anchors to be able to do live podcasts. Yeah, I'm unsure if we're allowed to do live podcasts, but you can definitely... um. Maybe we'll try to get something to get you fans some live stuff. Maybe uh, Instagram Live. I don't know. Uh, maybe. I don't know. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Let's talk about baseball. Xander Bogarts, what a night. And he's had quite a season. But enough time to talk about baseball, a lot of positive success, and there hasn't been really as much excitement in the other leagues. So here's the number one question we've all been waiting for. And next episode, tune in. In like around two minutes, it will be announced. Um, In our next episode that we talk about baseball, we'll talk more about the games because hopefully there'll be more excitement, but I don't think there's been as much excitement. So we're going to ask one question. Put it at this. Who's been the best team so far in baseball? Oh, the Houston. Not the, no, 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 the Los Angeles Dodgers. I think no doubt the New York Yankees not being biased. But of course you're biased. They only lost one game. And freaking James Paxton doesn't know how to pick a, pitch a ball. And I'm not being biased. Please. They only lost one game. And look at the Dodgers. They lost. Three, if I remember correctly. Okay, so let's close off, let's check let's it close out. off the episode. MLB standings. Let's check that out. The MLB standings. Eight credits to Siri. Thank you, Siri. Um, yeah, the Dodgers have. Yeah, the Dodgers have three losses. And guess who's ahead of them? The Rockies are actually ahead of the Dodgers, actually. Actually, they're tied. Dodgers at 7-3. and three. Rockies at 6-2. and two. And the Rate Yankees are at 6-1. and one. So, I mean, maybe the Twins, they're 7-2.
And they're only 5-4, and four, so I mean, maybe the Dodgers, I really don't know. But, me and Lou, um, thank you for being on this podcast with me and Lou. It's been a blast. Tune in for our next episode. We are going to have our next episode, and it will be on the NFL Way Too Early Power Rankings. That's going to be a blast coming out on Tuesday, August the 4th. We will talk about at the beginning the latest sports news. And we'll find out that hopefully the Rangers got the dub. Right, Lou? Yeah. Big two on you. One, two. See you next time on the Big Two with Jack and Lou Bobby.